Hi, I'm Pastor Nate Ramsey from Restoration Village Ministries. Welcome to the Village Perspective. Thank you so much for joining us today. And we hope that today's message will share insight with you that will bring you to a greater place and position in your life and especially in Christ. The title of today's podcast is Just Stand. As always, our objective is to share with you biblical insight that will assist you with your day-to-day experiences and make it as relevant as possible for the challenges of today's society. Many of us know that there are multitudes of challenges. Things have changed like we've never seen them before. So it behooves us to search for insight, wisdom that will most definitely make a difference in our lives. As we view each situation, my desire is to through the word of God, and sometimes even experiences from my own life and the lives of others, position you to not only face head on the challenges of life, but to believe that with the proper posture, you will be able to obtain the victory. Today's podcast hits close to home because it speaks to a personal experience that I have had in my life. Recently, I found myself in a situation that was not because of any inappropriate action on my behalf, nor did it involve anything like poor management of my finances or something that involved my inability to properly handle my emotions in a heated or unstable situation. Now, I pointed out those particular areas because for many of us, those are the types of situations and circumstances where we have our greatest challenges. And I want each and every one to understand that challenges will come in life and they will come sometimes unexpectedly. But in the midst of those challenges, we should know that through God, all things are possible to him that believe. In other words, the victory already belongs to you. So in contrast, The situation that I'm speaking of today developed out of me assisting another Christian with a personal matter. As a man of God, situations like this come up all the time for my life. And to be honest with you, I'm almost always happy to assist When I can. It does not mean that I always will be, but just having a heart and a desire to do so, I think, 
is the proper approach. Because of the sensitive nature of the issue and the circumstances surrounding it, I will not be divulging personal information, obviously, in this recording, but I felt like that I would need divine direction from God when it was brought before me, so that as I approached it in the proper manner, with the proper expectation of having an outcome that would benefit me as well as the individual that I was helping. Now, we all know that many times good intentions do not always bring great results or even good results. So it is important for us, especially as believers, to stay focused in the midst of any and every situation that life brings to us, even when you're trying to do the best that you possibly can in the matter. So in this situation, I began to seek God in prayer by sharing my insight and giving my input on the matter. You know how we do when we're talking to God. Sometimes we want him to know how we feel about it. We want to give him all the details and the insights and the ebbs and flows. So in this process, I did that along with expressing to him in my own manner how I felt that something like this should just not be happening to me. Now, someone might say, why not you? And I say that with sincerity because I know when we are living this life, and especially living for the kingdom of God, we can most assuredly expect that things will happen to us that we don't want to happen. But in the process, we must be assured that God is still with us. The scripture says that he will Never, Jesus, I'll never leave you nor forsake you. I'll be with you always, even until the ends of the world. So we must always keep that in mind. We must always remember that, regardless of the nature of the situation, how it impacts us, or how we even view it. In this matter, somehow, I felt that because I had followed the word of God, concerning my professional relationship as a pastor with this particular individual and that I should be excluded from any type of trial or attack. Right? That's how we think sometimes. Because we do it the right way, we feel like, hey, this should go smooth as butter. This should not be a problem. I should be able to get in here and do what is needed because I volunteered to do so and uh, it would end up being a victory for the individual and as well a benefit for myself from the standpoint of being able to assist someone. So in this process of talking to God and after my little tirade with him was over, the Holy Spirit spoke to me. And he said to me to just stand. 
Now, I don't know about you, but to me, that's usually how things often happen. When we're talking to God and we're in our emotion, so to speak, in our conversation with him and in our time of intercession with him, we are usually the ones leading the conversation. And you know, if you're doing all the talking, then no one else has an opportunity to get a word in edgewise. So I thank God for the Holy Spirit, our helper, the one who comes to stand alongside because he was so patient with me in that time of prayer and intercession. And at the end of all that I had said and all that was done, he came to me in the word of his inner voice and said, just stand. It was then that I realized that this situation was just another trial and that my response needed to reflect who God himself had raised me to be. So in the midst of this, I began to understand that there was a need for a different mindset. When we come to a realization of what's going on and who we are in the midst of it and who God has created us to be or raised us to be in our life as a believer, in our time, the wisdom and the insight and the power and the anointing that's upon our lives, then we'll move to a position that will bring forth the end result that God has purposed and determined for us all along. I began to think about the Word of God, because for me, when I'm in a situation and I'm challenged, I thank God that He has taught me to go to the Word. The Word of God will always be the perfect starting place for any challenge that faces us in life. So James, the book of James, first chapter, verses three and four, came to me. And the scripture says this, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. And let patience have its perfect work. I reminded myself that in spite of what my past life had been, I needed to walk in the newness of life that salvation had given me. We often forget, as believers, what we've been afforded. Through salvation. And one of the things that we have in this life of salvation is newness of life, walking in that newness, knowing that you are no longer the person that you used to be. So, because you're not the person that you used to be, you no longer, hopefully, move, speak, do 
the things that you used to do in the manner that you used to do them. That newness of life is a manifestation of the Spirit of God, the Word of God that's in your life, and the very nature of Christ, who He is. And the great thing about that is that when we walk in the newness of life that has been given unto us, the end result is always one that is pleasing in the sight of God. If there is anything that I know about God, it is that regardless of the appearance of the trial or the level of warfare associated with it, his instructions to us will always be to approach it with a spiritual mindset and to know that above all, we are able to stand. So because we're able to stand, he says to us, stand. And I like that because it continues to encourage us that through him, we have the victory. Through him, we are able to move in a manner in our lives, in our conversation, in our actions that will not only glorify him, but that will be a reflection for others to see the greatness of who he is in our life. The key to situations of this nature is not that we just stand, but that our posture is reflective of the position of who we are, especially in the body of Christ. Now, some might say, what do you mean by that? And I'm more than happy to share insight with that. Because I believe that knowing who we are in Christ is just the beginning. But it is an important beginning. If you don't know who you are, then you don't know how to carry yourself. You don't know how to live your life in a manner that will be beneficial not only to yourselves, but to others. So, knowing what posture we should have in the midst of situations like this, especially, is key. So, couple definitions here. In a matter such as this, when I say the word posture, what I'm talking about is a particular way in which something or someone is arranged. When we look at the definition, of course, that's what we're talking about. I'm sorry, position. When we say the word position, we mean a particular way in which something or someone is arranged. So you and I probably know we position things all the time. We have positions on our jobs. We have positions in ministry, in organizations that we are part of. So it is a particular way in which something or someone is arranged. 
or have been placed or put, even put themselves. Now, posture is different. Posture speaks to the position in which someone holds their body. Now, when I say that, that's just from a natural standpoint, your posture, your sitting posture or the posture that you have when you are driving. All of those things speak to posture. But in this particular matter, we're going beyond those definitions because when God is positioning our lives through his word and actions, based on our position in the body of Christ, it is up to us to maintain the proper spiritual posture along the way. Now, that simply speaks to us being able to deal with each situation and circumstance to the best of our ability with the personage of Christ manifesting itself in our speech, in our actions, in our thoughts. Because when we posture ourselves in a way that is reflective of the Word of God, then we are assured by God through His Word that we would not only obtain the victory, but we will be a blessing to ourselves, to our families, to those that we are engaging with even. And ultimately, that is the most important thing for us to consider. I think about Christ and the different situations and circumstances that he was faced with when he dwelt here on this earth. And the one that comes to mind more than any is the posture that he had during his most difficult trials. And I believe the greatest one being on the cross, seeing those persecuting him, going through that that physical and mental persecution, and in the end, being able to make such a statement that only God could make. He said, Father, while he was on the cross, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. There are several facets of strategy that you can take in times like these. And I'm talking about in your most difficult times, in your most difficult situations, when you are bearing your own cross in life, whether it be in your home, on your job, in your community, it does not matter because the word of God is able to transcend not only time, but situations and circumstances, regardless of the nature or the individuals involved. And 
The first thing is to realize that you must take authority over the spirit of fear. I believe because of the word that when we properly walk in the posture that is necessary in a particular situation, that we will see the results that we want to see, that we actually expect to see. The Bible says in 2 Timothy 1 and 7, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So when we take the initial reaction, because it is a challenging situation, because it is a great harming type situation. And I'm not saying from a physical standpoint always, but it can be a situation where we're mentally harmed, where we're mentally challenged, where we're financially challenged and put into a difficulty that we may not even be expecting. Because once again, the matter that we're talking about today is one that I did not put myself in, but it was brought upon me. So I have to view it in the proper manner as an attack from the enemy. Now, the Greek word for fear here is because Second Timothy says that God has not given us a spirit of fear. The Greek word for fear here means timidity, being timid, fearfulness, or cowardice. And it's so key for us to understand the heart of God. The scriptures say he has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and a sound mind. So we know that the spirit of fear or an attitude of fear does not come from God. And that does not mean that we operate recklessly either. I want to make sure that we are clear in what we're saying here because we want the word of God to be dispensed in a sound, clear, truthful manner. It is so important that we pay attention to the Spirit of God in the midst of our lives, because in our most darkest times, He will be the light that we need. He will be the voice that will coincide with the Word of God down on the inside of us that will bring us out of the darkness into His marvelous light. So. God has not given us a spirit of fear, and God has not called us to be timid or fearful, but to be bold. Now, that's a point that we need to carefully consider, because once again, here, God is giving instructions in his word for his people. When we understand that the word of God knows how to instruct us on a day-to-day basis, and it does not matter what the issue is. Obviously, we are able to use different scriptures and insight and wisdom to our advantage depending on the situation. But the word itself is key and sound. The book of Proverbs 28 and 1 states simply this, the wicked flee when no man pursueth, but the righteous 
are as bold as a lion. Now, let's take that into consideration here. God is saying that he has given us spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. So we have to know that what we've been given, we have the right to exercise it. So I don't look at a situation. You shouldn't look at a situation, even if it's unexpected, that comes upon you with an attempt to harm you in whatever manner from a position of fear. But as individuals who walk in the righteousness of Jesus Christ, I am the righteousness of God through Christ. We should be bold as a lion. Because we see in the scripture that as a wicked individual, they will flee when no man pursue it. And I have often thought about that scripture, which means to me, we are fleeing in a deception. An individual is fleeing. A wicked individual will flee under the deception that they need to flee. But in essence, no one is really pursuing. But in a thought that we're speaking concerning the righteous, we are as bold as a lion. Thank you for joining us for the beginning of this word, Just Stand. What a powerful word it is already. I hope you'll be able to join us next week for the ending of this word. So until next time, always remember, stay blessed and keep God first.